Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at the number of homes that sold last week, it was 408. Remember that this is Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and Lake Counties. When you add all of those together, and these are just the homes that sold last week. The week before was 519, but end of the month is when that was. So this goes down a little bit. Um, But you know, a few months ago, we were at two something to three something. So actually 408 is a pretty good number in regards to that. The median price of a single family home was 410,000. So still saying, staying really healthy and everything right there. I know a lot of people are always saying, Hey, I want a foreclosure. I want a really good deal that way. And there were only four of them last week. So, um, you know, not too many, like less than 1%, or I guess 1% is all it is. And um, the inventory decreased by 93. So it's at 3746. So when you're looking at that, that translates to 2.12 months of inventory is what you're looking at. And so that basically a normal market is somewhere between four and six. So we're definitely low on inventory. When you're looking at the different price points under 250 there's only 1.35 months of inventory 250 to 300 1.19 300 to 400 1.53 400 to 500 2.53 500 to a million 2.47 and then over a million there's 5.919 so there's probably a little bit of room there which we'll look at that next and basically the median um you know, price, as I said, was 410. The um, ask to list price ratio and what it sold for 97.39 overall, 95.89, and that under 250, then it goes to 96.69 from 250 to 300, 97.78 from 300 to 400, 98.04 from 400 to 5, 98.32. 500 to a million and then 94.92 when it's over a million. So that excess inventory is kind of giving you that. And then under 250, usually those homes need a little bit of work. And so as a result of that, there's usually some negotiation on those prices as well. So that's what you come into. But if you are under 250000 and wondering if you can buy a house, 45 people did it last week, 20, 38 between 250 and 300, 111 between 3 and 400, 69 between 400 and 500, uh, 123 before between 500 and a million and 21 over a million. So that's your competition out there when it comes to that, right? And so when we're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, they're a little bit different as well. So the median price on them is 288. And um, that basically is back to what it was a couple of weeks ago. So the condo prices are definitely going up a lot higher than the and faster than the um, single family homes. The single family homes are pretty much staying where they are, but the condo prices are going up a little bit, probably because they're a little bit more affordable. The number that sold last week was 136 of them versus the 408 for the single family homes. And um, it was 181 the week before. There weren't any foreclosure homes or condos and that kind of thing. And their inventory went down by nine at 1370. So when you're looking at that, the months of supply that you've got 
for them are 2.32 and the single family homes was 2.12 so very close very similar numbers across the board um, basically most of them are under 250,000 however and so that's 1.8 um, months of inventory and everything else is in the twos and threes, but there's not much inventory in any of those other categories. Most of them are under 250. There are quite a few of them, obviously, that are 250 to 300, though. So the number of houses that uh, condos that sold last week, 54 under 250, 18, 250 to 300, 40, actually 300 to 400, 15, five, 400 to 500, one, four, 500 to a million, and none over a million. I was kind of stumbling on my uh, words there. Sorry about that. But the final list uh, uh, sale price was 98.27% is basically what it was. And in the single family homes we just talked about was 97.39. So they're all very close when it comes to those things. And you just have to know that the market is definitely very stable. There are people buying and selling houses and you could too, if that's what you want to do. So we just want to make sure that you know that. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I found um, interesting this week was it said that mortgage rates are down for the fifth week in a row. Now, I think I saw something last week that said that mortgage rates took a little bit of a of a an increase so basically um but this says that they are declining still and the 30-year fix dropped from last week 6.28 to 6.27 so it was a relatively small decrease but it is still on the decrease and so it is staying very stable and everything the average um, long-term mortgage rate hit 7.08 in the fall, which was a two-decade high. But right now, we're back down to 6.27, so almost down a percent from where it was in the fall. And I think that's helping, obviously, with affordability and that kind of thing for people. I mean, I've been out showing houses this week, and basically, when I'm out there showing houses, it seems like the good ones are definitely going very, very quickly. And I'm finding that from our own inventory and everything that we have when we're putting them on the market. And it just comes down to um, that they're going quickly, but at what price are they going? And so it's really important to make sure that, you know, when the people that you're working with, that you're going to be able to get the best price and everything. I was talking to um, one of our agents earlier this week, and he was telling me that um, his uh brother actually was doing his house for sale by owner and he had actually listed the house 15% below market and um, so he started asking him some questions and it's not really going good for him to to sell it by owner so he's actually going to let his brother do it but basically you know when you come down to it you have to look at all of the factors that are involved in that and um there's and his brother said he said well I started asking him questions like what are you going to do when um you know with a VA loan and when they ask for this that and that and his brother said well I don't know anything about that and he said yeah that's why I was trying to get you to to trust me to um sell your house and everything so anyway um you know 
that house is actually coming on the market here very shortly. It's in Winter Garden, so I'll probably be talking about it in the next couple of weeks. But um, anyway, there there are definitely some good deals out there when you're looking at it, but you do have to be aggressive in this market. It's There are some houses that there are feeding frenzy because they're so rare, but a lot of houses, you know, it's like if you're just very consistent and proactive about it, you're going to get the house that you want. And basically, you know, like we talk about all the time, we do specialize in finding off-market properties as well. So we're definitely looking at that scenario to see how we can find you an off-market property where you're not competing against anybody else. And that's really a beautiful thing. So when you're doing that, it makes life so much easier um, for everybody. Actually, when you're not competing with a lot of people, when you've got the choice of choice, and a lot of people like that. So if you're a buyer struggling, you could be running into that situation again. And so um, if you are, we're more than happy to help you through that, which is what we do day in and day out, is help people find that perfect house for them at this stage in their life. It might not be the house that they're looking for forever, but it's at least going to be what they need for now. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407 407- Five six six two five five five. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I was looking at um, this article here that talked about home features that help homes sell faster, and it was a study that compared certain home features to all sales and found quicker time frames to contract with some. And um, one, for example, a smart doorbell home, for example, sold 5.1 days faster. Now, I just have to question it a little bit. Is it really the doorbell that made it sell faster? I don't think so. But maybe what it was is that these people had a smart smart doorbell and then they had other things in the house as well. So all together as a package that that's what it came, came out to. So basically they're saying with the doorbell camera that that was 5.1 days faster for open shelving, like in the kitchen and that, that was 3.5 days faster. A heat pump was three days faster, which in Florida, we all have heat pumps. So that would seem like we would all sell three days faster. A fenced in backyard, 2.9 days faster. Now, I do think that that's something that's really important. Um, We run into a lot of people that want that fenced in backyard. And it's not necessarily that they want the privacy and that kind of thing. A lot of times it's because they have dogs and that kind of thing that they have the doggy door and they want them to just be able to go out. And that's what I find um, what most people want the fences for is for their pets and that that they they have that and that's really important to them so I would think that fence would definitely be something that would make houses sell faster mid-century design uh, 2.8 days faster Hardwood floors, 2.4 day fa- days faster. We don't find a lot of hardwood floors here in Central Florida. Vinyl plank is definitely something that is 
um, very prevalent today. Uh, there are some ceramic tiles and that kind of stuff. Um, when you get into the higher end homes, there are more hard um, hardwood. But um, you know, when I was uh, looking at a few of the higher end homes later earlier this week, they definitely did not have the hardwood floors. They were definitely the vinyl plank and that kind of thing as well, which is what a lot of people are using today. Walkability to nearby areas, 2.4 day, days faster. So that comes down to the old location, location, location. And that is something that is definitely uh, of interest to people. Shiplap, 2.3 days faster. We don't see a lot of those around here as well. And then it's saying gas furnaces are 2.3 days faster. Again, not something that we see here. So this is a nationwide study and everything. So it would be interesting to look and see what actually is selling faster here. Um, right now, I think homes with pools are selling pretty fast. I do have um, a buyer that's looking for a home with pools. And basically, as soon as one comes on the market, it goes off the market pretty much immediately. So I would say that's another thing. I don't have the stats in regards to how much faster it sells than the average house, but I definitely think that that's something that makes houses sell faster. If it is on some kind of lakefront, then that's something that that a lot of people are looking for today too. And so basically when it comes down to it, um, you know, all of those things that make your home unique are something that definitely needs to be um, talked about and looked at and all of that kind of stuff when we come to actually, um, you know, advertising the houses. I mean, when we're looking to market your house effectively, we want to make sure that we're telling the people the story of what they want to hear. So like I said, fenced in backyard is something that's really important to a lot of people. So if we can let people know that it's a fenced in backyard right off the bat, then that's something that they want. A lot of people today do want pools and the price of getting a home with a pool and without a pool has changed significantly. Like five years ago, the difference between having a house with a pool and without a pool, the pool only added maybe $5,000 or so to the price, maybe 10. And so if you wanted a pool, it just made sense to actually buy the house that already had the pool because why spend the 40 or 50,000, 100,000, whatever it might be to put in the pool when it already had it, if that was what you were looking for. But today that's not the case. The difference in the pool houses and the non-pool houses is significantly different probably in the neighborhood of twenty four five to 30000 more. Um, I know that on recent appraisals that I've seen, the uh, appraisers have given the pools um, at least 25000 of value, which is quite a bit different. That's, uh, you know, five to 25000 That's five times of what they were given a few years ago. So pool houses are definitely making a difference in regards to that as well. So, um, you know, you probably have some unique features of your home that are definitely going to draw people to it. And I've never seen any anybody advertise that they've got, a, you know, a, a, a doorbell camera, and that's going to do something that's going to make your house sell faster. But basically, from this study, it's showing that it does. And so I think it's just showing that that owner has done things to upgrade their house and probably the house overall looks better than the house that doesn't have one. And that's why it's selling faster. But that's what they picked out to say was making it sell faster.
So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I also found something this week that was saying that millennials buy more expensive homes and that's and this is why. And it's because as they settle down and have children, they purchase homes that can accommodate growth. And millennials spent about 2.4% more than the average buyer. And that was for that very reason is what they were saying that why they do that. And you know, that just makes sense. They're in the age grape age group where they're having families and the families are growing and everything. And so they want to make sure that they're actually getting the home that is actually going to be there for them and um, be there for them in the future. And they're getting into the game and everything. I was talking to somebody this week and looking at it and basically, you know, they've been living in this rental house for this, they've been living there, going, they're almost done with their third year and looking at if they're going to stay there for the fourth year. So um, when they moved into the property, it was $1,750 for rent and it's a four bedroom, three bath. So nice size, um, fairly new. I think it was built in 2018 or something like that. It was only a year old when they moved in. So I might be off a little bit in my years, but Anyway, so seventeen fifty for the first two years. Then it went up to twenty one hundred, which was a three hundred and fifty dollar increase. And now they've been told if they want to stay there for the fourth year, that the um, rate is going to go up to twenty four hundred. So another three hundred dollar increase. So that's a six hundred and fifty dollar increase on that home in the last. Um, you know, couple of years, because last year was 350. This year, it's going to be 300. And so basically, when you're looking at that, that's um, quite the steep payment that comes into play there. And, you know, you really have to think hard, do I want to renew that lease? Or do I want to go find something else? And the number one question to me is, you know, would it be smarter for you to go ahead and purchase a property and that kind of thing as well. And, you know, there are those rent to own companies and I'm a very big proponent of them because I think that they work really well with people because you can rent that house for up to five years and you know in year one, year two, three, four, and five, what your rent's going to be before you even go in there. So you know what the rate's going to be increasing to, which is usually about three to 5% that they're going to raise the rent, but you know what it is up front. And then you also know what the purchase price is going to be in those five years too. If right now your finances aren't in order and you need to do something to get them in order, then you've got the time to do that. So I'm a very big proponent of that because I think it gives people a better um, path to home ownership. that they have a great path. They're just paying market rent and everything right now. And they know what their rent's going to be in the next few years and what that purchase price is going to be. So it's a total win-win situation for them. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I wanted to to talk to you um, about another couple things that I thought was interesting that came out this this um, week. And basically, the Florida Supreme Court ruled that homeowners who rent out rooms within their property may lose part of their homestead exemption. So I know that it might be with the crunch and everybody that everything that people might be going through financially, you might think, hey, it makes sense to rent out a room in my house. And you just have to know that the Supreme Florida Supreme Court ruled that, um, that you might not get that full homestead exemption for partial rentals. So it might eat into that. And so that just means that your taxes will potentially increase and and um, you might not get that deduction and that kind of thing. So it might not be something that you're very concerned about or anything, but it might be. So I just wanted to bring it up so that you were aware and you knew that that was something that um, you might want to consider when it comes to actually renting out a room in your home. And, um, you know, so there might be insurance consequences and that kind of thing too, that you might want to check out. And I know that it might, and there are a lot of homeowners associations that it's against the rules to do that. And that kind of thing, you can rent out potentially your whole house, but they don't want the room by room rentals. So you just have to think about what you want to do when it comes to that. Another trend that's going on right now is that fewer bedrooms have beds, and that's thanks to the pandemic, and that's with a lot of people that are working at home. And so um, COVID has pushed the trend functional decor to put um, a sofa bed in their living room and convert their little used guest rooms for other functions. So the other functions that they might be using might be some kind of an exercise room. It might be um, some kind of an office or anything else that you might want to use it for. But basically when it comes to hosting friends and family and that kind of stuff, they're getting um, basically the living room furniture is basically what they're getting that pull-up bed as opposed to an old room. And then they're able to, you know, work and all of that kind of thing. I, like I mentioned, I'm working with somebody that they're looking for a pool home, but another thing that that home has to have is that it also has to have an area that they can work out. That's really important to them. And then um, the husband works from home. And so he needs to have an office where you can close the door and everything's completely quiet because he works all different shifts and everything. He works for a call center. And so basically, you know, he needs to have everything completely quiet. So he does need to have the door closed. So a bedroom, and that definitely works to help out in whatever kind of situation um, that you're in. One of the other things that it talked about it's going on right now is actually is that it's a good year for condo sales. And as I talked about at the beginning of the show, that I think that that shows up in the pricing that the pricing av- used to be the median price was about 250 now it's in the 280s and so and it's kind of stayed it went back to 250 last week but it was 280 the week before and the week before that and all of that I was talking to a statistician recently 
and he was reminding me that basically you have to have about 25 weeks in a row to really look at stats for them to be something that you can look at. This is a trend or whatever. And so um, I did pull out this report for him that doesn't go back 25 weeks. It goes back, I think it went back, you know, close to that. But it is showing that that median price for condos is definitely, you know, heading up. And so condo sales are definitely there. And I think one of the reasons is obviously the interest rates. You know, condos, when the interest rates were lower, people were more concerned and looking at that condo fee that came with it as well that was for maintenance. But basically that because the interest rates have gone higher, that condo fee looks like it's diminished now because it's an every month fee and it doesn't, uh, you know, interact in that much as much with the the mortgage. If you were doing your maintenance and paying a hundred thousand more for the house, you know, your, your interest payment or your payment on the house is going to be more than that 400,000. So basically, um, you know, when it comes down to it and you're looking at it, um, it definitely is a better year for condo sales and the And they're talking about the median sales price, which is what I talk about every week at the beginning of the show. And so I thought that, um, you know, what this article substantiates what I've been talking about here for weeks. So that's good news in regards to what's all happening. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So if you're a seller and you're looking to increase your property value, um, basically trees can add up to 15% of, uh, on your home value. And, and again, I think that that's really accurate because when you go into a neighborhood or you're out there with people, you know, especially when you're looking at houses this time of year, I mean, the weather's kind of you know, sometimes it's really hot and sometimes it's a little colder, but you know, when it's in the nineties and you're out there showing houses, people are conscious of shade. They really want to know that there's shade and they're looking at it from the standpoint of shading the house, shading the backyard, you know, whatever, just someplace where you can go to get relieved from the heat a little bit, you know, when you're out there and that kind of stuff. So, um, these are Florida friendly trees and it says trees can reduce cooling and heating costs as well because they're out there. So these are nine trees that can boost your property value and are Florida friendly. So the number one that they have on here is banana. So that's one that I know that sometimes, you know, the banana trees can get a little cold and that kind of stuff. But I do see bananas on trees when I'm looking at houses. The second one that they have here is citrus, and that encompasses a lot of citrus. It doesn't say anything specifically in what kind, but citrus is another one on here. Next is live oak, and that's very popular around Central Florida, of course. Um, My biggest challenge with the live oak, and I think it's the live oak that does this, is that, you know, there's something that sometimes doesn't interact well with the grass. So you might have a little extra work to do with your grass if you've got a live oak. Next on here is maple. So that's something that is another tree that's very Florida friendly that people like to have around here. Mahogany is next on here. 
that talks about there. Uh, next is slash pine, which I'm not sure exactly what kind of tree that is, but slash pine is the next one on here. Loquat. I know a friend of mine that she's originally from the Bahamas and she found a loquat tree and she was like a total happy camper, picked up the little loquats off the ground and all of that and was showing it to her brothers and sisters by video and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, you know, that's another one that's good. Um, and then the next two are two that I think are very, very popular here. And number one is the magnolia. There are a lot of magnolia trees around when you're looking at them that have the brown and green leaves and the white flowers. So those are very nice. And then the crepe myrtle that this time of year, they're all coming out to bloom and all the different colors that that adds to your yard and everything as well. And very little maintenance when it comes to trees, you know, just keeping them pruned and that kind of stuff a little bit. And they boost your property value that maybe as much as 15% is what it's saying, you know, in this study and everything. So I think that that's absolutely awesome. And basically, you know, um, when there's there's a lot of other things that are going on in the news that, that are happening here. And one of the things that it was talking about here was vacation home demand was down quite a bit and it by half. And that was um, second home mortgage rate locks downs are um, 52%. So less people are buying the vacation homes today. But you know what happens is there are a lot of vacation homes out there that people buy for permanent residences. And as a result of that, sometimes you can get a great deal of a home with a pool and people like to do that. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And I look forward to seeing you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home, Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So it's time for our free report. And so you can just call the office here at 407-566-2555 or 407-566-2555. I know um, somebody one time requested that I say the zero instead of O, so I apologize about that. But um, basically, um, our report this week is 13 extra costs to be aware of before buying a home. And I think that when you're looking at buying a home, you definitely need to look at your budget and know all of the prices and everything up front in regards to what it's going to cost you. Because there are some fees that come into play. Um, They don't have to be the end of the world by any stretch of the imagination. You just have to be aware of them. And one thing that when people are buying a home that most of you probably already know, but in case you don't because you haven't bought one before, or maybe you haven't bought it in a while, when you do get a mortgage, the first month that you have that mortgage you don't pay a payment. So it's like if you're closing right now in April, then what would happen is that you would not have a payment until June. And so as a result of that, you know, you might have a little bit of time and and to cover a lot of those moving expenses and those kinds of things that are going to come into play when you're going to be moving. So one of the fees that you're going to have that come into play when you're purchasing a home is if you're getting a loan is an appraisal fee. 
And the appraisal fee is um, a lot of times today, they're not actually going out and going into the home. They're actually just looking online or looking at different comps and that kind of thing in the neighborhood. And um, we had a couple of houses um, in the last couple of weeks that that the appraisal fee was waived and we did not have to, um, you know, have anybody go into the house or anything like that. So they still charge the same amount for the appraisal fee, but that is something um, that if you're getting a loan that is required. So what the bank is doing is that they're making sure that their investment is covered. So one of the fallacies that I know a lot of people have made in the past is that they have thought that the appraisal is the value of the home. And it is not the value of the home. The value of the home is what a buyer and seller is willing to negotiate and the seller is willing to accept, the buyer is willing to pay. But the appraisal fee is something that the bank is willing to to lend out on it. And at different times in the market, um, you know, it doesn't come out the same. Sometimes the appraisals above the asking are the the, uh, the price and sometimes the appraisal comes in below what the the contract prices. But basically what it means is that that's what the, they're looking at historical data, not what's going on now. So as the market has been pretty stable in the last few months, the appraisals have been coming in pretty consistent because the market hasn't been changing. But we don't always have that ability. So as a result of that, um, you know, you just need to know that and then we need to kind of negotiate, you know, from there. Uh, second thing that we want to talk about here are property taxes. And in Florida, property taxes are collected in arrears. So this actually could be a credit that you receive. So in April, when we're doing the taxes, the seller is actually going to prorate to you the amount of property taxes for the, um, the, the year that's already gone by. And so they're going to give you, you know, a credit for that. But if you do have a loan, then that's probably going to go into uh, an escrow account that the bank holds for you. And then they're going to ask for another couple of months of property taxes on top of that too, to go into the escrow account because they want to make sure that there's always money in there to pay the bills that, that come up. And those two bills are usually property taxes and insurance. So they want to make sure that you've got the money on that. So insurance is another one of these fees that when you buy a new house and you have insurance on the property, that's something that comes into play as well. Um, when you are getting a loan, a lot of times they do require a survey. I haven't seen any of them that they haven't required a survey. So that's another thing that you have to have as well that comes into play. Um uh, the mortgage loan insurance fees, if you're not putting 20% down on the loan, then you're probably going to have a mortgage insurance fee as well. And that covers the um, lender if for some reason there's some kind of a default. So you think, you know, if you're getting mortgage insurance, I used to think, oh, does that mean that if I can't pay the loan that they're going to kick in and pay it for me? No, it's for the lender. It's not for you, but you're paying the policy for the lender in doing that. So it's called different things on different types of loans, but basically it's kind of a similar thing, you know, um, that is a mortgage interest fee that's being paid on there. So um, that's uh, another thing that comes in, um, moving fees. Uh, you know, I mentioned that a little bit before that you are going to need money to 
to potentially move. I mean, maybe you've got the friends and you can just have a pizza party and everybody can work and all of that kind of thing. And um, that's not usually how it works. You know, usually everybody needs to get paid for what they do. And so there could be expenses in there. It could be box expense, could be truck rental expense. You know, there's a lot of things that comes into play when it comes to moving costs. And sometimes there's deposits on utilities and that kind of thing as well that you're going to have, um, you know, when you're going to do that um, before you actually get to the closing table, you're probably going to do an inspection. And one of the inspections that we always recommend that you definitely get, depending on the age of the house and everything, is a four point and a wind mitigation. And the reason that you would want to get those is because that actually is going to save money on your homeowner's insurance when you have that sometimes the insurance company is going to require them because they want to see, you know, what the status of the house is. So that's going to be the first thing. But then the second thing is, is that they want to, um, you know, you're going to get deductions on your insurance in the price of it because they know that the house is in good shape with the roof, the plumbing, the electrical, the AC, you know, all of those kinds of things, those things that they're checking. And then also they know that if a storm should hit, which chances are it may, and then that your your house is in as good a shape as it can be to make sure that all those things are happening. So again, um, this report is 13 extra costs to be aware of before buying a home. And if you'd like to get the report, just go ahead and call our office at 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I wanted to talk to you about a house that's coming on the market here. And this house does need a little bit of repairs. And that's why it's... Um, priced so well because it is a pool home. It's a four bedroom, um, two bath pool home. It's only 1300 square feet, but the price of it is only 279,000 as well. So um, it's located um, on the east side of town. Um, basically it's, um, you know, got a brand new um, heat pump and everything, a couple of, uh, for the pool and all that kind of stuff. Um, there was a new wood fence that was installed recently and everything. Um, but it, this house is a great house for maybe the first time buyer or whatever, you know, it's like when I started out talking um, today, the median price of a single family home without a pool or with a pool is 410000 So this one at 279 is priced very right, very nice for a pool with four bedrooms. You know, the rooms obviously aren't really big, but there are four bedrooms in there, not a lot of extra space, but um, definitely for a first time buyer with four bedrooms, you've got the space for everybody that you need to and all of that kind of good stuff. So if you have interest in that, just give us a call and we'll get you all the details and all of that kind of thing about this particular home. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you next week. And I hope you all have a great one. Okay, bye-bye. <music>